Welcome to the Dr. Wayne Dyer Radio Podcast. Discover the wisdom and remarkable insights of Dr. Dyer, world-renowned spiritual teacher and foremost authority on how the power of your mind creates your world. You know, what I was thinking today is uh, everyone's, you know, the big flurry online for Cyber Monday, and I was looking online and I realized I don't really want anything. <laughs> it's kind of liberating. <laughs> That's a good Nothing place to, to get buy. to. I'm that I, I'm that way most of the time in my life. Um, want very few things, um, but having these amazing thoughts about because I know it's when it's uh, when I finish a book, like I've just, uh, in fact, uh, after the show is over today, I'm going to start recording wishes fulfilled uh, for the recorded version, and um, and so it's like it's the completion of a book. It'll be c- coming out in a few few months, and it's going to be a public television special and. I'm sure we're going to go on QVC and talk about it and and so many things. But it's like as soon as um, as soon as I finish something like that, all of a sudden uh, things start coming to me about a, another area, and I know that it's just it's the beginning of um, something like a seed being planted in in me that's going to germinate and uh, and and then be planted, and then ultimately uh, I'll be sitting down there writing about it and uh, and talking about it and so on. And one of the things that's been really intriguing me lately, and I don't know if this happens with you, is this whole concept of uh, of deja vu. Oh, sure. You know, where, where you get this sort of sense that uh, either something, you've already lived this before, you know, and it just feels so familiar to you, or you, 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 you're thinking about something, you have something on your mind, you're talking about it, and then like a day later, um, it shows up. And I had this... Um, this experience uh, just this weekend, I just wanted to share it with you for a minute because I, I think it has, I think deja vu is, is much more than just sort of a, a, a familiarity, something sounds familiar. I think it's all tied in with this whole concept that, um, that Anita Morjani in, in Dying to Be Me, the woman I've talked so much about on my radio show, sure. uh, and who's on my new PBS show and so on, um, talked about when she was in this state of... Uh, uh, sort of suspended from uh, from this physical reality and, and uh, in the arms of God, if you will, in the other realm, in the in the formless realm, um, is this this idea about time being something that um, you know that really is is not what is measured by the thing that we wear on our wrist on our wrist or that we look at, at, at on a clock. That um, that time is just sort of man's invention of. Uh, the need to carve something up that's not carvable, that, that, uh, that is all, that, the whole concept of everything happening at once is such a bizarre concept for people. And it's just been hitting me really heavy. And the other day I was, uh, having a conversation about, um, I was about a movie, uh, a movie was called Repo Man or something. Have you seen this movie? I've heard of it. Uh, I haven't seen Repo it's Man. It's about something about that takes place in the future and about people being, uh, repossessed of their organs or something like this. I'm not even sure quite what it was. And, <laughs> and I, and I was t- saying, uh, out loud on, I think it was on Friday night that, um, I, um, I said, that reminds me of another movie. And it was a movie that I said, I don't know who was in it. I don't remember the name of it. Uh, all I remember is that it was a concept of that people were being raised to, um, uh, not as real human beings, but as uh, sort of semi-human beings 
um, but they had the physical bodies of human beings, and then they, when they got to a certain stage of their life, their purpose, the reason that they were here in existence, was so that they could donate their organs, so that if somebody else that was important uh, needed a, a liver or needed a spleen or needed a, uh, an eye or needed a, even even a heart or something, they, they were to give donations. And this is what they call donation time. Have you ever heard of this film? I, I've heard of Repo Man, but I, I, don't, I didn't this see film it. I'm I think Jude Law right is in it. No. Yeah, yeah, he is in that. But the one I'm describing now is another film that was made a couple years ago. Uh, and it's it's about these people who have to give these donations, and then and then it turns out that they they do have human feelings, and they fall in love, and blah blah blah, and they're giving and they're all, and I remember it being very sad. And anyway, so I started talking about this film on Friday night, and then um, so I didn't think any more about it. I mean, it's an obscure film. Uh, I didn't, uh, and so Saturday night I'm uh, flipping through the channel, something I never do. It's about ten o'clock at night or ten thirty at night. And going through the channels, and all of a sudden, the very film that I was talking about that I couldn't remember, that I talked about yesterday, was showing on a channel that I've never seen before. I don't even know what, the, it's one of those high-definition Showtime, you know, you know, they have right. about 100 of them, uh, channels. And the movie was called uh, Don't Ever Leave Me, or Don't Ever Let Me Go, one of those. And the woman that was in it was Kira Knightley, you know, who, I'm sure you oh, know sure. Kira Knightley is. Here nightly and, and somebody else, and all of a sudden, I'm watching the very film that y the day before I had talked about. When I think about all of the circumstances and all of the things that had to happen in order for me to be talking about it the day before and now to be watching it, which is something that I never ever do, and I don't think that there was anything so significant about the film. It's a weird film. Uh, it, it gets it gets you really thinking about what can happen when. The wrong people get in charge <laughs> you know right. it's like when royalty get in charge they can raise people for organs for their offspring you know if they want to i suppose they can do anything um but what it really put into context for me and this is what i just wanted to share with you this morning is this whole idea about that the, on friday when i was talking about this movie which i didn't know the name of um that on on saturday i mean that was a future event on saturday that became a past event, but it all took place in the present. So that the present of my watching that film was a future event of an intuitive kind of thought that I had the day before, and it was the past of, uh, you know, uh, of the of the future of uh, thoughts that I have about watching that film. It was the past. It was the present. It was the it was the future. All, all rolled into one. And I think what happens is that as you start shifting your consciousness and become, I don't know, whether it's more intuitive or whether you become more... Um, more aware uh, in some way. Uh, yeah, just, just like just sort of living um, in, in a world in which you're not attached to the physical so much, but you're just like allowing all things, you know, knowing that all things are possible, that when you, you start, your, your mind begins to start doing these kinds of things... And having, like this on Friday, uh, which is now the past, that was a future event that took place in the present. And then when it arrived, it was a past event. And, and it was also a future event. And it was all happening in the present moment. And um, somehow I want to write about this concept of, uh, 
That's pretty interesting. I just saw yeah. something similar to, to what you're describing on PBS. They have a show, uh, I think it was Nova, and they were talking about time, and they had these quantum physicists on there talking about mm-hmm. how time is like slices of time and, you know, basically just what you're saying, that how it, it's all kind of happening at once. Mm-hmm. And it was really fascinating. And and there was someone else that was saying that the deja vu experience is actually something that's that's already happened at the, that same moment of time, just like in another, like your alternate universe right. self, you know, is seeing that at yeah. the same time. It's just crazy, kind of almost sci-fi, but, you know, but deja vu they're can studying also, this stuff. Yeah, they are. Oh, yeah. There's it's a very it's, and there's there's things that are, you can you can begin to apply this. That is, if there's something that you have on your mind, just something that you can't think of, or just you know, you're talking about, you know, talking about a movie that you know I, I had obscurely seen a couple of years ago, and uh, and then all of a sudden it, uh, it's like there, there's an energy out there that you are sort of connected to, and and while I'm having this thought of, I wonder what that movie was, and I didn't think any more about it, and then um, when you get, you almost get yourself to a point where you can see that anything that you place your attention on. Which is which is not there. It's a future event, but the minute that it hits, it's going to be the past event. All right. So, but it's, but the only place that it can hit, the only place that it can respond to, is in the present moment. And as you begin to open up your present moments to um, to all things being possible, that anything that you place your attention on as a future moment uh, will, in in fact, show up as a present moment. It it will show up because you're connected energetically to it. And and I think it, the application for this is what I'm in the very beginning stages of this. Obviously, it's uh, but it's so this is that an just, idea it, that you're kind of germinating yeah, it, on here. <laughs> it is, it, but it just keeps happening over and over and over again. This whole idea that every point that we are at, like right now in this moment that we are in, right, right now, this is uh, the future moment of the one that we just had just a few seconds ago. It's also the past moment of, uh, uh, of of the future moment when it arrives, so that this moment that we're in is past, pre- past, future, and present. You can just identify it at all times like that. And once you get this and become aware of this, and this is what happens, I believe, that when we leave our bodies and we enter into this world of spirit, it's also what happens when we go to sleep at night and enter into our dream state. And when we're in our dream state, you know, we can, you know, past, present, and future all become one. I mean, you can, you know in your dreams how, how confusing it can be to, uh, to be, you can be five years old and you can be 35 years old. Uh, you can have your, your, your maybe your, one of your parents has passed away. They can be there with you and they can be young. They can be in their 30s or 20s or they can be in their 70s or 80s. Um, and, um, you know, and, and you can go back and forth in this time dimension and for eight hours of your life that's all just sort of acceptable all the time that you're sleeping it's all okay okay you know and you just say well i was just dreaming i was really only four years old but the fact is that you you're placing your attention on what it is that you would like to attract into your life and and hanging on to that you recognize that even if it's not existing right now it's still a it's it's a future moment but the moment that it arrives, it'll also be the past moment when you were thinking about it. And, and, and so it's like you begin to train your mind and get much, much closer to this intuitive sense and this, uh, I don't know, the, the sense of, uh, of things like that. not only deja vu, because deja vu is like um, thinking about this is something that is already happening. 
But you can have a future deja vu, too, which is what I had on Friday, on Friday, where I was thinking about and talking about something, and then in, an, in, in a future moment, which was now the past moment, and in the present moment, it all became a reality. And I just sat there watching that flabbergasted for about, <laughs> uh, for about an hour and That's a half. That's pretty amazing. Watching, watching this film take place, realizing that this was, I saw this in the future, I saw this in the past, and I'm seeing it in the present. And I think, I think there's a lot more to this and wow. what I want, what I want to do with it. I know it's a little bizarre, it's a little weird, but it's interesting stuff. It really is. You know, you didn't ask for an ordinary person when you tuned into the show. You no. wanted someone who's uh, who's doing extraordinary things. And this is a, a a very exciting concept for me. And I'm beginning to. It's almost as if God is showing me that because I've off, I've been saying it for the last few months. Um, that I don't really feel as connected to this physical world as I used to. Um, I don't really, I don't walk through this, through my life and the, and the days of my life, identifying myself on the basis of what I have or what I do, what I accomplish, what's there, what people think, what, um, you know, how it's going to work out, whether it's going to, you know, or, or even whether I'm, you know, going to be sick or whether I don't, I just, I don't identify with that. I identify with a kind of, there was a man, um, there was a man who lived in Bulgaria. He died in 1944, and he was born in 1864. Uh, so he's 80 years old. And uh, you've probably heard of Albert Einstein, right? Of course. <laughs> yeah, Albert Einstein's <laughs> quote was this, that he said, the whole world bows before me, and I bow before Peter Dunoff. And Peter Dunoff was this great spiritual teacher from Bulgaria. Who, um, who, whose book has, whose teachings have been coming into my life in a big way. Um, uh, not too long ago, there was a, a woman at a talk that I was giving in Chicago about three or four months ago, uh, who, who has a daughter, and she, uh, um, she had heard me uh, mention something about uh, these kinds of thoughts and so on, and she said, you know, you have to learn, you have to learn more about Peter Dunham. She sent me a copy of a book of his called The uh, Prophet for Our Time. And then someone else from Bulgaria, someone that I know very well, uh, the, the woman who sent me down to um, um, Abhijanya for the John of God experience was from Bulgaria. The woman who came to do the um, uh, the past life regression, Mira Kelly, she, she uh, is from Bulgaria. This Peter Dunoff is from, and one of his students, uh, Omram, Mikhail Ivanov, whom I've quoted in my PBS show and I'm talking about in my new book quite a bit, is from Bulgaria. So this 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 landmass over there in in Eastern Europe uh, has produced some really uh, a lot of people that have sort of coalesced into my life. But when I read Einstein's quote, I was reading that on the internet last night about his quote, saying that the whole world bows before him because he was considered to be the father of quantum physics and all of that. Um, and he said, but I bow before Peter Dunoff. And Peter Dunoff, I was reading him last night, this prophet for our time, and he was basically saying that every point in time has all of eternity in, in located in it. And all you have to do to, um, to access the power that is in that present moment, which concludes the past and the future, um, uh, is be in a state of complete what he called divine love. Not human love, not even angelic love, um, uh, but but pure 
divine love. That is the love that is the source of all things and and this the love that is uh, that which we return to. And if you can stay in that state, if you can just stay in it, you know, 24-7 and be steadfast in that state, then this these kinds of awarenesses that um, you can really change your future by having these time openings and these awarenesses that um, the past, the future, the present, it's all now. And any thoughts that you have, if you're staying in a state of just pure love, and, and I don't mean just, you know, you're, you love the people that are nice to you and you... And, then you love the people that are in your family and, 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 and so on. I'm talking about like an, a state of just pure, unadulterated, unconditional, pure divine love and extend that love to everyone at all times that these kinds of experiences are become more and more. And I'm, I seem to be getting them almost every day now where I have these a thought like this. And, uh, and it's almost like the universe is saying, okay, this is something for you to start to write about and, and ex- explicate. And so I we shouldn't can be, be thinking about something. The, <laughs> yeah, the birth right. of a new book right here on it's the all, Well, on it's the always show. happening. You know, as Carl Jung said, he said, I, the, I, he said, I didn't ever have this awareness. Uh, the, the awareness that I have always had me. And, uh, and I feel that way about myself. This, this is something that has me. And now it's showing me like really high magical kinds of, uh, of things, divine kinds of love. And uh, and an expression of that towards every single every person. Um, I mean, just Saturday, there's there's a woman where I work uh, who <clears throat> was doing. Uh, she's a cleaning lady. She works on the second floor over in a, one of the on an apartment that I have here. And about oh maybe two years ago or three years ago, um, she had gone in and cleaned my place and and brought in two or three other people and they just ran up this crazy huge. Uh, a cleaning bill on this uh, on this particular apartment. It was like several thousand dollars while I was gone, and it was like, and I came back and I was very very upset that they had just gone they had just gone crazy over the moon with this thing. And I, I sort of reported it and I got it down and I didn't have to pay it all. And I just, uh, but I, every time I've seen her for the last two years, and I walk by and she's been working on the same floor for years and years, and I always speak to her, I say nice things to her, I say hello to her. But Saturday, I was, uh, or Sunday, yesterday, I was, I, or no, it was Thanksgiving. She was working on Thanksgiving, and so I just talked to her. I said, I hope they pay you double time on Thanksgiving, and she said yes, and blah, 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 but she needs the money. And I just, I went back into my apartment, and I thought there's still a, a sense of um, anguish towards this person about what she did, even though it was two or three years ago, and it was unintentional, but there was still this, you know, having to pay all this extra money, just a little ego thing, I guess it was. And I went over and I just, I gave her a, a gift card for, you know, to go out and buy something from Macy's that I had bought. And I just said, here, get yourself something nice from Macy's today. And I, I gave her the money. And I thought, this is the kind of thing that I've been, you know, since the John of God experience, um, it's been almost an obsession with me to to live from this this highest state. And as I live from this highest state, these kinds of things that I'm speaking about, these deja vus and even these you know, future deja vus are all, uh, they just seem to be showing up more and more and more just to illustrate that, that there is no time, that it's all of infinity. And if you want to change your future, if you really want to change your future uh, through what I call these time openings, stay in this unadulterated, unconditional place of pure divine love 
towards everyone and begin to watch how whatever you place your attention on shows up. And if it shows up a day later or two days later, um, you have to realize that's the past, the future, and the present all rolled into one. To find out more about Dr. Wayne Dyer or any other Hay House author, please visit hayhouse.com. Thank you for listening.